When you feel your voice is not being heard, please consider calling the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflections. The show wants to be the vehicle you can use to express your opinion or get your issue out to a larger audience. We're living in a time that we can no longer allow others to speak on our behalf. If you wish to be a guest on the show and discuss on the show what's important to you, call James T. Deshaies at 407-394-9819. Your issue or focus can be placed on the calendar. The show is live seven days a week. We can no longer reside in the shadow of life. It's imperative that we're on top of the issues that impact our lives now and in the future. USI never had it so good. 101.1 Radio, the best R&B and hip-hop music. The Quiet Storm every Friday and Saturday. Talk radio with the best host in the business. Sports Talk Radio, every weekend night with Princess Cooper. Never had it so good radio now on 101.1. And it's 24-7, the world's best radio station. In this day and time, stereotypes are the false descriptions for all of humanity. James T. Deshaies is the author of two great poetry books that attempt to describe life from a male perspective. It has been a common belief that men are unable to put into words their deepest feelings and spend most of their time focused on the surface of what life means. Thoughts, love, and reflections, and passion, desire, and contemplation take you on a journey that has very few travelers. Mr. Deshay has opened his heart and spirit up in ways that few have ever experienced. The depth of his poetry will have you reading his books and poems over and over again. You will find yourself using his passages to describe your own feelings to your family and friends. It is now time to put aside your thoughts and feelings related to the depth of men's thoughts and delve deeply into the words of James T. Deshay. Once again, he will put an end to your thoughts that men can't translate their heartfelt spirit into words. Both of these books will allow you to find comfort in the reality of the heart of men. You will spend hours trying to embrace the way men want to love and display their passion to the women they love. Don't be fooled by those books that create love through words of lust, vulgarity, and unhealthy displays of sexual activities. You will discover the types of words that will allow you to rejoice in the future of what love truly means to men. Your book clubs and families will be able to discuss these words without fear. No one will have to leave the room. Both of these books can be purchased at jamestdeshay2.com and lulu.com. Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com. You know I love music. And every time I hear something hot, it makes me want to move. It makes me want to have fun. But it's something about this joint right here. This joint right here, it makes me want to... Let it go. Can't let this thing hold up. Get away from you. Feel free right now. Close to what you want to do. Can't let nobody take it away from you. From me. 
he uh, made sure that he got it in uh, before that time period. And it is uh, just sad to me that a justice system that is supposed to be fair and balanced is looking to correct a wrong by putting an 80-year-old blind man in jail while others sit around and drink coffee and have uh, expensive meals who have done far worse. There are a lot of people who are on... who've been given probation, given house arrest, and a host of other things that have done far worse than Bill Cosby has been accused of. But yet, at this man's age and his frailness, they have chosen to give him three to ten years based on one person's account of what took place. I just feel as though there is a subliminal message being sent to people of color saying, we're not going to tolerate you being involved with our women. We're going to use the legal department uh, to make you pay. And you better know or remember where your place is. So despite the fact that we're supposed to have a fair and impartial justice system, it is easy for me to see how slanted the rules are. Despite the many white men who've been accused of all kinds of things, there's yet to be one major rich male to be held accountable for the things they suggest that Bill Cosby has done. And none of them are near his age. So, D, I, I, I just, uh, you know, I look at this situation and I recognize that we are so far away from the fairness of what our justice system is supposed to be like. Well, good evening, James, and uh, welcome back. And uh, um, the start comparison is available for us to make uh, presently right now. Uh, the Supreme Court nominee. Uh, appointed by Donald Trump, uh, Brett Kavanaugh has been accused of rape, uh, raping a young lady uh, in high school 30, 36 years ago, um, pretty much the same scenario as Bill Cosby. Uh, And yet uh, people that support Donald Trump and this nominee don't want to hear anything of it. Um, the fact that now what what's bothering me is that both of these men have den- have denied the allegations against them. 
and I'm having trouble even posting online, getting people to to blatantly and courageously tell me the difference between the two. And don't nobody want to actually step up to the plate to tell me the difference because, you know, obviously the difference is one is black and one is white. Um, and, and to hear the sentencing process that the judge gave uh, Bill Cosby, uh, he stated that no man is above the law. No matter your fame, no matter your popularity, no matter your age, or no matter your philanthropy, no man is against the law. Now, and in, in, in right down the street, per se, across across the country, the same exact thing is going on. And you know, when you listen to the broadcast of, of Fox News or anybody else that that wants to deliver the news of Bill Cosby's sentencing, uh, they can't even bring up the, the the fact in the same segment of news being given that Bert, Brett Kavanaugh is going through the same thing. So, you know, it's quite disturbing. Uh, we are in a different state of time and space uh, where, uh, you know, uh, we almost, it, it's like what Ms. Cassie says, that we have to all just take it up, take it in print. Because my observation has been here short lately that um, the, the fact that we're trying to galvanize an effort to to stand up and say enough about it, um, like Miss Kathy has said and countless others have said, uh, people seem to have gone their own way about mostly everything. So we are pretty much at the mercy of the superpower and and they've been of the fairest skin color and the hope that we can get some kind of justice somewhere along the way. Thank you. You know, uh, Cheryl, I am. Uh, I have long since stopped trying to suggest that Bill Cosby is innocent because seemingly nobody is hearing it. And whatever issues I bring up uh, to support him uh, is being shot down. But the truth is, is that one jury was a hung jury, and they chose to charge him again and found a jury that would convict him. But here we have an 80-year-old man who's blind, who's diabetic, and we're supposed to have a fair and impartial judge who is supposed to recognize that this is something that was accused of him doing tens of years ago. But yet these people are so committed to him doing jail time. When there are a lot of people like him who are again given probation, given house arrest, and countless number of other things so as not to send somebody of his age and his frailness to prison. But again, I'm saying to you that white America is sending a message. Good evening, and how is everyone doing this evening? Um, I still don't have a lot of words 
but much prayer for the situation at hand. Um, you know, when we talk about fair, if we're going to be fair, let's be fair. If we're going to do some conviction, let's do it all the way around. Don't just go in after one individual. You know, um, all the other ones, they've been resigning, getting fired, still have a life, all of those other things. You know, they may be, and it's always, I can say there's two sides to every person, a, a lot of individuals. Um, the person that we knew as Bill Cosby, just like I've read and heard, he's inspired a lot of people. In spite of his personal life that we may not have had known that he has had problems in those areas until coming out. But you can't dismiss all of the good, all of the things that he's done, you know, and these things were done, you know, like everybody says, so many years ago, where if he didn't go to trial at that very, very day, that the statute of limitation would have expired. Um, you know, when we began to strip him of things, then I thought, give him back what you took from him as well. You know, and I've said it many a times. You may have taken back the things that he's accomplished, but he accomplished those things. And if you gave him some material possession for his accomplishments, it still does not mean that he did not accomplish those things. But if you're going to take everything back then and dismiss him from so many things, give him his millions and millions of money back that was donated for different causes for different reasons, to different people, you know, because if you don't, then let me call you a thief. And I'm not saying that because I don't know. But we have a problem with, you know, we keep our mouth closed for so long, and then all of a sudden we want to cry about it. And I'm not saying that it doesn't happen because I'm in that same situation with many other women that has happened to me at a very young age. But, you know, I've learned to have mercy because I know when I pray and I ask God to have mercy on me, and I've prayed for the individual. You know, and that person is not who they were years and years ago. And when we pray and we ask God for forgiveness and have mercy on us, then we can't expect to have it if we don't do the same for others. Don't even begin to think that he will. Don't begin to think that he's going to show favor because we all are his children. It doesn't matter what one 
or the other person does, we are all his children. So he love he don't love us each other one less than the other, one more than the other. And we we pass judgment and not saying that the court the court is the place to have judge judgment to be passed. But let's be fair when we pass the judgment. Let's be fair when the people who taken the oath take it when you mean what you say and you're gonna be fair all the way around. Don't let nobody walk if one can't walk. Don't let nobody just go in peace one can't go in peace. You know, the many of them get slapped on the hand, and I guess that's where my frustration is at, justice, being fair, all the way around. And suppose, you know, your life is exposed for things that you've done when you were much younger, and you've gotten your act together, and as soon as you're getting your act together, maybe 10 years um, into getting your act together, getting your life together, trying to put those things behind you that you may have done, and all of a sudden, now we want to judge you as well. And see, because we are not in that famous position, we are not there, then we are not exposed, but I can bet you, Every one of us have something that we are not proud of and would not want to be exposed to the public. You know, sometimes we don't think that. Sometimes we open our mouths up and we pass judgment on people instead of looking in the mirror and saying, Lord, you know, I just thank you, Lord, that you didn't pass judgment on me the way that things is going on right now. With with um, with him or any other individual, you know. So I'm I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated at because we as people, we as even black people, we don't get together. We can do some powerful things with our lazy, no trusting, and it can be a whole lot of more things that could be said. That we sit back on the sideline and we talk about those things. But, you know, if we came together, we can stop a whole lot of things because, see, our money, our dollars is spent in a lot of different places. And if we combine and we can shut down a lot of things, we can have a lot of things move, we can help each other get to a place where we never thought we could get. But we're too busy thinking about if we did much, we would help the next person. You know, and that's why it's so important to right now be a part of the voting and knowing who we get in office and let not nobody just sneak in there that we know that's got a, a certain agenda. So let's make America white again, or let's make America right, if so they say again. I mean, I'm totally frustrated, not with the with the fairness with the justice for all and let it be for all. I think I'm gonna stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> but let me let me just say this and and let D share his thoughts. You are so right when you suggest that uh people like Temple and a number of the other colleges and uh 
who turned their back on Bill Cosby as a way of uh, looking uh, with looking and having favor uh, with women and other organizations, but yet they didn't get that money back. And so if you are so righteous and, and you're so indignant about uh, what it is you, he was accused of, uh, then you need to go in your pockets and give that man his money back. You know, you know, took down your statues, uh, asked for your do, uh, doctorate degrees to be returned. Uh, then just like you say, uh, Sheriff, return the man's money if you're so righteous and indignant about what it is that uh, you suggested he did. Uh, so, D, you know, here we are where they'll make excuses for President Trump and say, oh, that was just locker room talk. Uh, that, he ain't never did none of that stuff. Uh, the 16-year-old girl who, who uh, they were looking to, to uh, bring charges up on, oh, that don't quietly went away. And so here it is, this man who's used to paying his, paying his victims uh, to stay quiet, he gets to stay in the White House when uh, Don, uh, when and when uh, Bill Cosby has to go do time. Well, uh, first of all, let me uh, reiterate and clarify uh, something that the sheriff said, which uh, you know I wasn't a I I haven't been a big fan of the possibility that. Bill Cosby did, did not do what was allegated against him. Um, you know, uh, I think that we're in a time where uh, men in position use the power that they have to try to influence uh, people that are weaker than, than, than themselves, all right? So that being said, uh, if, if he's guilty, then I, I, no matter what his age is, I think that he should do the the time for the crime. However, uh, like Ms. Sheriff said again, it, it needs to be fair across the board. Now, when she said that we all are God's people and and we we deserve to be treated the same as God's people, that's a that's a fantastic point being made right there. Because when you got people on the other side that claim to be Christians, yet God has given them another opportunity here presently to to prove themselves worthy of being fair. Now, I don't, I don't know if you all know about the Supreme Court justice that's being nominated, but he's been, he's been charged with attempted rape more than twice, all right? And uh, the conservative party don't want to, they, they say they want to be fair and hearing the woman out, but they said they're going to go along with the vote anyway. So it, it's it's a real discrepancy right there. My point is that these would be so-called, I'm going to go ahead and call it for what it is, these so-called Christians, if you're a Christian like you say you are, then do the right thing across the board. And that's where my frustration is. You know, uh, the, the tribalization, in today's time, 2018, the tribalization seems to be stronger 
than the conviction for Christianity. And I think that's a, that's a strong testament to be made right there. Uh, this this episode and era and history is going to be documented as something that was real that our nation has been tested on. You know, this nation is supposed to be built on the principles of Christianity. Well, they're being tested. They're being tested almost day and night, every day, during the Trump presidency to prove their their worthiness to the faith. And they're falling way short. And that's my comment. Thank you. Uh, Dee and Cheryl, one of the things that I tried to suggest about what it was that Bill Cosby was going through is, is that as a celebrity, he was going through a time period where all these people were doing basically the same thing. They were acquiring these pills from their doctors. Uh, they were taking them with their friends and those people who were in the same circles with them, and it was very commonplace. So now they want to try to make it seem so out of place and that he was doing something that was outside of the norm when the reality was uh, that Hugh Hefner and other people who were throwing all these celebrity parties were doing the exact same thing. I remember when they suggested that Bill Cosby had met some 16-year-old girl at the Playboy Mansion. But uh, they never did try to press charges against Hugh Hefner, who were running 16-year-old girls in and out of his, his mansion, and that's where people were meeting these little young girls. So it's okay for Hugh Hefner to have pills and for you having to have these young girls and all these kinds of things that were going on at these celebrity parties. But the person you want to hold accountable is Bill Cosby because he raised his head and allowed his money to speak for him, and he was getting too big, too fast, and you wanted to bring him to his knees. That is the reason why I believe all this takes place because you can't talk about another person during Bill Cosby's era uh, that is being charged similar like him. There's some, like Cheryl uh, said, are losing their jobs and took their big paychecks home and still got their money. But none of the people who were similar in the era as Bill Cosby has been charged. And certainly not a day away from when the charges would have been dropped uh, because they were beyond the statute of limitations. So you are looking to persecute this man uh, in a way that you didn't persecute anybody else, Cheryl. And I think it's, it's, it's okay for us to call them out about it. You're so right. And like you said, you know, we want, I mean, and it's not to say that he didn't do some of the things that may have happened. If we want to be fair and we want to have a justice system, 
let's be justice for all, not just for some. And, I mean, what message are you really sending? Because you're still not doing it where it's concerned with the rest of them. So am I going to pick and choose who who's going to get who's going to get um prosecuted? Who's going to go to prison? I mean, you know, we got to we got to wake up and realize and you know some of these comments that people are making, famous people are making these negative comments. I really think that they need to think about what they've said because if it and it may come back on them in some kind of way, a family member. You know, you can't be so with so prideful, and that means that you got the big head or you think you know it all or you can pass judgment on somebody else, and you don't think that some of that's going to come back on you. That's not the case at all because you just wait long enough. You know, you'll be humbled to the point where something like this will take and happen you as well. I mean, we just can't get away with it. And this is not, I mean, this is not going to rest. It's not. Even for those who are out here, you know, thinking that um, they've won, they've not won. Nobody's won. Nobody's won at all. Because nobody's won anything, you know, because who in the long run I mean, you know, tell me. And I'm not saying that his age or any or, or any of that is um, a reason not to go to prison. What I'm saying is we we are at the time of everybody's being exposed. And why not we everybody join in and be there as well? That's what I'm frustrated about, that you can pick out who you want to send to prison and nobody else. I mean, what about everybody else? And, I mean, that is really frustrating, very frustrating, because that means that if a situation occurs with me or you and other people are doing the same thing or some people are doing it in a bigger way and nothing happens to them, I mean, it's just not fair. Where is our justice system? That's why, like you say, it is so important that we continue to to vote and to know who we are putting in office and not just putting anybody in office, not just putting in voting for anybody when it comes to every office that is um, elected for. Indeed, the, the problem is, is that those of you who, those who really think that he deserves to be given time, they're not looking at some of these cases uh, on the other end, where people have actually murdered people and didn't get convicted. Uh, people have actually uh, been charged with sexual assault and got probation. And you can't tell me how more mitigating can it get than somebody being 80-some years old and nearly blind with all other kinds of medical issues and that you were one day from reaching the statute of limitations, and you can't uh, just say, look, let's just get this guy house arrest. Uh, he won't be allowed to do any more of his uh, comic uh, things and, 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 and be done with it. 
But to give somebody what is nearly considered the death penalty, talking about three years, ten, uh, three to ten years, is this man very well may not even have three to ten years. And then you have white women cheering uh, that he's going to prison. Some of these same white women are the ancestors of those white women who sent men to jail or sent men, got men, black men lynched. You know, you need to recognize that the history of African-Americans or people of color being lynched is continuing now in the court system. Where's the white man on, on Bill Cosby level that's being persecuted in the same fashion? But, James, you know, that, that's another fantastic question. And to add on to that question, why does it take somebody like me, you, and Ms. Cheryl to think of these questions when there are supposed to be more prominent people in position that, that are getting paid to raise these questions but never do? Or who, who raise these questions and don't stick around long enough to get an answer? See, that, that's, that's the mind-boggling part. You know, everything that Ms. Cheryl said should be raised by Bill Cosby's attorney, attorney. You know, um, you know the fact that Hugh Hefner runs a Playboy Mansion and the fact that you know pills and drugs are always involved and you know the fact that most of the women are, 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 are way underage but they're dressed to look older. I mean, I mean that's, they don't take a rocket science to, to raise that allegation. All right. And then, all right, how about uh, the guy, his last name was Stein, that came up and, and every movie actress that made it to date, this guy took sexual advantages of them. And, uh, 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 or, or, or the news commentator, um, can't think of his name right now, because I just had it on my on tip of my tongue, that people came out against him. You know, uh, you know, it's the fact, like you say, that Bill was tagged as being America's dad. All right, now y'all come on and follow me now. He was tagged as being America's America's dad, a black man being tagged to be America's dad. You know they got to bring that down. They got to bring that down. They got any dirt on them, they got to bring them down, especially in the Trump era. So, you know, it, it, it doesn't take a, a highly skilled, qualified lawyer to bring these, these points up, especially to the jury, uh, even to the judge, to, the, to, be, to, to have some of these things to be admissible in the courtroom. So, you know, the double standard, that's all it is. The double standard is alive and well. It's always been alive and well, and it's going to continue to be alive and well. But, you know, when it comes down to the unity that we're looking for, the unity that we're trying to regenerate, the unity of the 60s, mind you, I think that our community has evolved into something different where they want to do things on their own. That's fine. If that's the case, then that's fine. But the, the, but the fact is that, that our folks still count as one. So, like Ms. Sherwood says, if we can intrigue people and and suggest that they understand and, and do research on what it is that we're trying to accomplish with their vote, 
then maybe that's just as, as as important as putting boots in the street as a way of a demonstration. Thank you. And the thing that I'm concerned about is the precedence that's being set. You know, how can anybody deal with trying to to prove their innocence when people are allowed to go back to their childhood and people are allowed to take something that was commonplace and and make it uh, a a criminal activity. If Bill Cosby was buying uh, those pills and doing what he was doing, he got that from somebody else in that in that era, and that why aren't those people held accountable? Cheryl, you gonna suggest to me that Bill Cosby is the only, only multimillionaire sharing pills and drugs with women, and and and, and nobody else is willing to come forward? Uh, no, it is just that they are systematically used him uh, to gain office and to get uh, and to punish. The nerve of you wanting to 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 possibly purchase NBC. The nerve of you to think that you are somewhat better than the rest of the white men uh, in America. And so this is what. We have to be aware of there is a battle going on in America where there's a large segment of white Americans who don't want to share the American dream. And they're forcing people uh, to be uh, ostracized and uh, criminalized. and being sent to jail. And they can do it in a way that doesn't allow us to have any say-so. You know, I'm um, on the Internet right now, and I see 219 celebrities, politicians, CEOs, and others who have been accused of sexual misconduct since April of 2017. And um, the question is, how many of those are in prison? And if they're not in prison, how come they're not in prison? 219? So we got some of them that's politician and CEOs and all of these others, they are quietly resigning and probably with a nice package. Or if they're being fired, some of them we don't know about. But, I mean... And leaving with is, a nice package. Exactly. And why, where... This is my thing. Where is the justice? We can't, 219? 219. I mean, that's a huge amount. And that's just since April of 2017 that's been called out. 
219. So now, should any of them be worried? Or should they feel comfortable that and knowing that it's not going that they're not going to prison? And if they're not, why not? What's the difference? See, I mean, you know, we 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 just not being fair. I mean, let's be fair all the way around. Let's put them all there. And like you and said, that's that about what's good. You know, what's uh, good for the goose is good for the gander. So why why are these men allowed to be at home with their families when you finish in uh, Bill Cosby to jail? You're right. I mean, you are absolutely right. I mean, why? I mean, you know, and we need to be asking those questions. We need to we need to get we need to know why we really do, and I mean they all all you got to do is pull up the internet. Their names is all over the internet, but I don't see nobody's mugshot nowhere. None of them. I I know even um, the man who played Seven Heaven, the father of right. that show. I mean. Now help I mean help me if I'm right. Did he serve any jail time? Not that I'm aware of. Not that I mean D, are you aware of him serving any jail time? <laughs> D dropped off. I mean, but, you know, it is just oh, okay. obvious that these people are selected. These people are trying to pay play to the women and play to their constituents. Uh, that they're going to be hard on African-Americans. Now, you know that taking down Bill Cosby is sending a chilling effect on all these black rich men uh, in America. But you could be next. Keep messing with our women if you want to. Uh, Keep spending time with our women. They will bring you down. I just, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm still thinking about these, um, what you got, them that's charged with sex crimes, um, who kill people, domestic abusers, um, all of these. And I mean, and I understand when people say every every case is different or every situation may be different, but I mean, Come on, how many of them are going to jail? How many of them are spending time in prison? And if not, and have, why? And you have these young white boys who are being put on probation uh, because of the, their their family prestige. And so, you know, it, it is just rampant that the justice system is not fair. And the justice is not meted out the same, uh, and it and it is not. She is truly not blind. Let's take a break, and we'll come back and continue.
on the level of Bill Cosby that has been has been even charged or hasn't even been tried. Uh, what was that number again, Cheryl? It's 219 celebrities, politicians, CEOs, and others that have been accused of sexual misconduct since April of 2017. So this is when a lot of the exposure began and started coming out. But, you know, we can go way back to Woody Allen. You know. He's um, never been tried to my understanding. No, not at all. I mean, and it's just common knowledge. I mean, there's lists and lists and lists. And, you know, and we talked also about um, them just um, resigning, getting a nice package or quitting or, or was fired or whatever it is. I mean, I, I don't see none of them on the, um, as far as going to jail. Are being prosecuted. Uh, D, what, what are your thoughts about that? They have not even been prosecuted, and they ain't looking at putting them in jail. That's right. That's right. So we know the fact that uh, th- that the cherry-picking process is very prevalent. That's right. Okay. Now, uh, and I'm going to give you another scenario, all right? Had it not been for the state attorney in Dallas, Texas being black, all right, that, that that police officer could very well walk, all right? Now, but keep your eye on that prize because they, if they are as nasty as they appear to be, then they're going to try to find a reason to fire that state attorney, okay? Now, so... To be sure, point. Yes, if you are, if you are somebody that we like being them, if you are somebody that we like, we don't turn a blind eye. But if you are somebody that that the other side respect and hold dear to their heart, then yeah, we gonna go out to get him. Now remember, when OJ was acquitted, the fact that Black people really didn't care whether or not, and I, I know that's a, didn't care is a harsh term, but the fact that if he did it or if he didn't do it, the, the fact that he, he had an attorney smart enough, and and this is, this, this is my point exactly. Young people, if you are aspiring to be an attorney, a defense attorney, or a prosecuting attorney, please take notes very well in this day and time. Because there are so many questions that could be asked. And, and remember, it can't be admitted into the courtroom if you don't ask the question. That's why so many uh, police officers got off the hook for shooting unarmed people because they were charged with the wrong charge going in. They were charged with a, with a first-degree murder charge when the intent and the malice might not have been there. They got to understand law a little bit. So, black people, if, if a student, if you if you want to be uh, an attorney or a defense attorney, that's a great field to be in. But you got to know your stuff. Thank you. And the sadness of it is this: you know that we are just talking about fairness. Whether uh, Bill Cosby is guilty or not, 
the fact that these white females were acting like they were at a party uh, because he was going to jail tells you that those feelings uh, uh, related to men of color are still the same. They were partying and cheering when they were hanging us. And so now they're doing, they're displaying the same kind of behavior as they did in the 60s and the 50s and the 40s related to seeing our demise. So Cheryl, nothing has changed. Uh, the way they do it and, and uh, how they do it is uh, still the same. Uh, they use uh, one statement from this white female and how many black men have been hung because of these white females? You know, you're so right. I mean, we can go on and on and on with the list of people, the justice, how it was handled, um, the situations. You know, we can go on and on with that. And it's still not going to change if him, why not them? You know, we got people who've gotten off with murder, people who murdered and um and and served no time at all. Just I mean, just went back to their families, left the you know, the person dead and um I mean it's just becoming the you know I don't know, it's just becoming to be so much. One more is too much. You know, we got Famous people um, who have, you can call a couple of names of, um, that killed people and and got off for however it happened, you know, um, sexual assault. I mean, all the different things, and it's like, you know, what what is really going on with our justice system? You know, if somebody had to go on trial today, they would definitely not feel comfortable because it doesn't matter if they're guilty or innocent. It, they have another whole list of criteria that matters when you go up there, whether you're going to be freed or not freed. And it has nothing to do with even the um, what you're serving the time um, for. So when you have, you know, it's like, okay, I got another one. I don't know what they call it or how many they got to get or who they need to get, or I'm going to shut them down, or whatever the reason is, come on, we got to bring it back to justice. We got to bring it back, not to revenge, not to get back, not to um, whatever it is, whatever the reason is, you know, get back for justice for all. You know, we say these things and we get mad if somebody don't stand by these things or they don't say that they do. But when it actually happens and it's not fair, it's like we don't, um, I mean, nothing is done. Nothing is done. I mean, you know, we, we got to get, I mean, and we can be so powerful, so powerful, and and make things happen in a mighty way if we just come together in groups of wherever you are in your area you know, it can be done. It really can be done. And, and Dee, let me ask you, you, let's go back to Mike Tyson and how he had to go to jail 
when was the last time you saw a rich white male go to jail on the basis of one person's word? When have we heard of a rich millionaire white person going in, on going to jail because of one person, one female said what had happened? You know what I'm saying? You telling me yeah. that none of these rich men, these white white rich men, sexually assault nobody? Not sure. Not sure they have, especially boxers. Uh, boxers are, are are a different kind of personality, especially heavyweight boxers. Um, they think that they are above reproach. Um, you know, um, most most bosses have have had three, three and four, five wives, and got twelve children, and all that kind of stuff. All right, so that's that's pretty well uh, common knowledge. But I want to say something back to what Miss Cheryl said again. And you know, this is why, this is why Pastor Smith and Miss Kathy always said no matter any of these conversations we have, we they've always said we have to pray and pray and pray so hard. Because now let me tell you why I say that. You know, when Donald Trump first got the office, he was condemning the same justice system that we're talking about. Okay. He was condemning the same justice system that he's talking about. Now I know that sounds funny coming out of my mouth speaking of Donald Trump and, and some kind of positive but that's the same justice system that we're talking about is unfair. Okay. That being said, you know, um, when he said that he, uh, that, that the swamp needed to be drained, sure, it, it does, and it has, because we found out since then that everybody's in bed with everybody else. So we, we found that out. So my point is that sometimes we have to trust God to do, to unveil the truth to us. Because, you know, Hearing the both of you, we're talking about the justice system, and this is this is the same system that that Trump been screaming about forever. So, you know, it's a tit for tat. You know, if, if do we want to run the justice system out of town and and and, and let it revamp, or or what? Because you know, my vote was was compromised. My pres my presidential vote was compromised by. The uh, outcome of uh, James Comey coming out about Hillary Clinton the second time he came out with that. All right, so uh, you know we we look, look like we need some restructuring in this in this country because if 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 certain people in position are, are choosing favorites to get their own agenda across, then that that's a dangerous situation to be in, and so all of that needs to be. Look at, recognize, and restructure. Thank you. The problem, uh, D and Cheryl, is is that we are not getting the benefits of white privilege. That the blindfold that is supposed to be on the law is not blind to the people of color. We recognize that that in in the justice system. Is tilted to those who have money and those who are white, and that that the uh, the benefit of the doubt that white people are given is not given to us. 
We know we couldn't have shot no white boy talking about he was no prowler and went home. We know that we couldn't have choked no no white man to death on in New York City when the chokehold was outlawed and we go home. We know that we couldn't have rolled up on no nine-year-old white boy and shot him within nine seconds and we go home. All those things that white officers and the general public has done and were allowed to go home are not available to people of color because we're not going to be treated the same. We can't ride up on nobody and and a white man push us down and and we shoot him and we go home. I don't care that he got uh, arrested later. I'm talking about on the scene there are going to be white men and women who are going to try to justify what white people do day in and day out. And as African-Americans, we know that. Now, white people try to suggest that they don't see it, that they aren't aware of the biases, uh, but they know. They just don't want to admit it, Cheryl. Yeah. And I mean, and we can we can go over this same you know thing with different scenarios, but the fact is is that it's just not fair. The things are just not fair. Um, if we want to be a respectable country, then we have to do things that are fair all the way around. You know, and it still go back to say that when this saying, make America great again, who was America ever great for? You know, we still trying and struggling, trying to get there. So who actually are you saying that needs to be in the forefront where America could be great? And without others, how could it um, not be... um, how could we be dismissed or not included, and it's great, because we bring so much, you know, the ideas, the inventions, all of these things that we bring to the table, not saying that we get um, accredited for all of those things, but we do. We bring so much to the table that we got to stop letting ourselves just be thrown to the back as though we have not did anything. You know, um, I'm just, like I said, where is justice for all? We got to, you know, and I had to pray today because I was really, really, I was really in the frustrated mode because it's like, how? how? I mean, how did that happen when, when you hear that somebody just resigned? When you hear on the news when something like this and somebody just quits? or somebody was just let go, or they said if you didn't quit, then they would fire you. They gave you that option and stuff like that. I mean, I just just couldn't understand it. So that's when I said, Lord, I had to come to you. And in the prayer language that only he understands, because I didn't really even know how to pray about the situation 
and I didn't want my frustration to be in the prayer that I was praying. So, and that's something that we have to do regular. We have to continue to pray, you know, for all of these, all of these 219 individuals and those that are making the decision to let these things go out of that um, that 219. All right, we're going to take a break, and then, we'll, uh, Dee, would you like to speak on what Cheryl just said um, before we go to break? No, sir. No, sir. Go to break. All right, we'll go to break, and we'll come back and give everyone a, la- a final word.
Shea, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflection, brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. We are here seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We're here so that your voice can be heard loud and clear. Dial in at 657-383-0309. We want your voice heard further than a couple of blocks. Uh, D, uh, I didn't get the chance to ask you, but I created a, a video about the, the Bill Cosby situation. Did you get a chance to uh, view it? No, James, I did not. I had no idea that uh, that that you had done that. Okay, well, I sent sent it to you in an email, and I tried to send it to you uh, in a text message. Uh, so make sure that you watch it and uh, tell me what you think. Uh, Cheryl, what is your final thought for this evening? Um, that you know, as we talk about all the time, that we you know we got to. We got to step up, and we got to be at the voting polls, and we got to take and be aware of who we're voting for and putting in office. We also have to help and spread the word, educate each other of the individuals that, you know, somebody else may not know um, that we are voting for so that they don't leave the voting poll and think about, man, I should have voted for such and such or so and so once they hear. Educate each other and educate yourselves before going to the poll. Remember to pray, you know, from our leaders from up on down because everybody can be moved by God because he's in control of it all. And all the things that has been done and said with, um, you know, with the justice system. You know, we all play a part, even if it's a very, very small part of what we are doing and what we don't do also means a lot. So whatever we do, we can always do more. And uh, I'm going to be honest, Cheryl, and and I'm going to make a change related to my voting uh, the process of voting, uh, we know that judges don't do commercials uh, for uh, the local level. And so uh, I'm going to ask and tell everybody, like my daughter said, you need to Google these people and see what kind of things they've been involved in with and what kind of decisions they've made. Because uh, normally if I don't know something, then I don't vote on it. But I need to educate myself on these judges, because uh, some of them may be bad judges, and uh, and they'd be making poor decisions. And so that's something I need to do better on when I go uh, when I send in my absentee ballot. Uh, D, Most- your final thought this evening? And yes, sir. Miss Sheriff, did you want to say something? No, I just said that that is something most definitely that he do need to do. And look at a lot of the reviews, because the reviews also tell you things that in the description of the person's um, accomplishments will not tell you. So always go to, you know, the reviews can give you a better handle up, and that way you can go from the review to getting more of the facts. 
Okay, James, that, that sums it up for me. Hey, great show. We appreciate you. All right. Take care, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Thoughts, Love, and Reflections, where your voice will always be heard loud and clear without interruption. your children and don't let them fall by the side of the road and teach them to love one another that heaven might find a place their heart Jesus is love He won't let you down and I know He We've got to walk on, walk on through temptation, cause He's love, and His wisdom will be our helping hand.